0: friends and welcome back to our triune pod with nick and ben only nick is not with us today right now as we are recording nick is traveling from austin texas to his new home in raleigh north carolina all you austin friends please don't leave us i went two times to austin over the pandemic and loved every second of it i hope to be back to you soon i will not abandon you like nick did And for all of you new Raleigh listeners, really the only reason Nick took this job is to get more listeners. So uh, sign up in DROWs and tell all of your friends. So I am not alone today. I am joined by the Reverend Jay Gardner. Jay, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing just fine. Good to see you, Ben. Well, I can see you. The the guest, I'm Zooming with Ben. Um, You all can hear us, but I'm I'm Zooming with them and I know we're all sick of Zoom, but this was our
0: best chance to connect. This is what we do. This is what Nick and I do every week. What you don't yeah. see, listener, is Jay is smoking a pipe right now. He's smoking a pipe and podcasting. What a badass, pretty clear. Let's be
1: incredible. clear. It's a, it's, a, it's a tobacco pipe um,
0: <laughs> yes, and I yes. can
1: tell you, what I think it's made of briarwood or something. I don't know what it's made
0: out of, but a little cheapo yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's fully legal. Fully legal, friends, fully legal. So the reason I'm bringing Jay on, not as a guest, but as a co-host, because Nick's gone, is Jay and I worked together in New York City for a couple of years, but then he went and advanced on in his career, just like Nick is doing right now. He became a big-time rector in Coleman, Alabama. That's in between, what is it, Birmingham? And what's the other city to the north Huntsville. of you? We're kind of Huntsville.
1: right in between.
0: Yeah. So, I visited that church twice. So, all you Colemanites, um, I hope, uh, hello, and I hope to go back to the lake very soon. Uh, but I ne- was uh, uh, <laughs> called you, uni- it is the season. It is the, the season, indeed. So, uh, Jay, Jay's a big fan of Rick and Morty. And actually, when I knew that Jay was leaving, Jay and his wife, Paige, I decided to go over to their house every single day for about a month and a half until they left. And wow. what we did. Was one thing we watched Rick and Morty. So, Jay, you introduced me to Rick and Morty. What is your favorite episode? Well, I, the one I've watched the
1: most, oddly enough, is from season four, episode one. And I kid you not, now I've fallen asleep many times to it, but I've probably watched it 10 times, which is pretty so, remarkable. So, what
0: about it? What about
1: it? Tell us more. I don't know. I think it was such a long hiatus between three and four. I was hungry for something. And all in all, season four to me was a flop. I don't think it was great. Uh, a few strong episodes, but for the most part, uh, probably the worst season so far. But season four, episode one is so strong. Um, you know, they play around with with Morty and the death crystals. And so Morty can uh, have his life guided by this crystal uh, that tells him how he's going to die. And he insists on uh, dying in the arms of his beloved, uh, Jessica. Uh, Spoiler alert! Only to find out that uh, the death at the end is not with his beloved, but it's Jessica, his uh, hospice care nurse. Um, <laughs> so he was misguided the whole way, and it causes a whole lot of shenanigans in
0: between. So and yeah, it's, just, I like, it's a little picture of the whole show about it. It's very nihilistic, absolutely very oh, much. Absolutely, life absolutely has little to no meaning. Multiverse, <laughs> but it's so smart, so it's so good. Uh, so we, we're going to redeem it here on this podcast. <laughs>
1: I'll say episode two of that season is good, too. They've got the little Australian alien who's an intern. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't remember who, who voices that, but uh, well done.
0: Well done. Well Indeed. done. Well, friends, I hope we didn't lose you. I hope you're Rick and Morty fans. If not, you know, sue us. This is free. So uh, we're going to pray this collect. <laughs> I'm going to ask Jay about his profound thoughts on it. And we'll go back and forth. So here it goes. Oh, Lord, mercifully receive the prayers of your people who call upon you. And grant that they may know and understand what things they ought to do, and also may have the grace and power faithfully to accomplish them. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. All right, Jay, what jumps out to you, or what do you want to say?
1: Well, I mean, right on the front end, I'll say this one did not strike me initially in any any kind of profound way. It's kind of generic, and I don't know if that's, you know, the season after Pentecost, you just kind of get some general prayers. You know, it's easy during, you know, Advent and Lent and Easter to have very, I guess you could say thematic prayers, but this one's just kind of generic. Um, and what struck me at first, if anything, was sort of a redundancy. You know, grant that they may know and understand hmm. what things they ought to do. I just thought that was an odd, you know, Little, little redundant there to know and understand. Yeah. Uh, maybe, th- maybe there's a distinction there though, that you can enlighten us on. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, I don't I mean, like initially I'm thinking like, what is the difference between knowing and understanding, like knowing in like an English sense and knowing in like a Hebraic sense. I don't know if that's really what they're getting at, but I guess what stuck out to me, I did, that did stick out to me. Uh, we pray that we may know and understand the things we ought to do, but we also pray that we may have the grace and power faithfully to accomplish them. Now, Jay here is a philosopher. He studied philosophy in college, and I am just an amateur. But when I read this collect, I think about what's attributed to Socrates. Socrates says, you know, if you if you know the good, you'll do the good. I never actually found that in Socrates, but that's what people say, Socrates thinks. Um, now, I see this, if that is true, that that's what Socrates thought. I see this collect as kind of a we need to know the good, but we also need to have the power to do the good. And so we're asking for the grace of that power. Jay, what do you make of that? Do you think that that's true about Socrates? Do you, do you see that in there at all?
1: Yeah, I mean, funny, I mean, we don't have any extant writings from Socrates. We, we don't even know, we don't even really know if he existed. Uh, all, all that we know of Socrates is through Plato, uh, Plato. And uh, yeah, I think that's largely true. I think knowledge, Gnosis, uh, of course, the whole Greek tradition of, of Gnosis uh, is, is huge. Um, And you see this, too, all the way through Aristotle, and I know Aristotle, Plato, and Socrates are often pitted against one another, and they do have a a different sort of metaphysical system. But it's funny, the church in different eras have have leaned on one side or the other, of these two kind of uh, poles of Greek philosophy. Uh, But yeah, the power to know and to do. I think that uh, knowledge and action certainly uh, in the Christian tradition uh, are, are intertwined. It's funny, though, I think it's, it's a little bold to ask God that we would understand. I don't know of a petition in Scripture where, and again, you know, we're not bound simply to just what the apostles did in the New Testament or, or what have you, but, um, but I, I can't think of a place in which they, they beg God that they would understand can you think of an instance where they, they demand that or ask that? Or? Yeah,
0: interesting. They, they seem intimidated to ask Jesus when they don't understand. They're like, oh, well, you know, he just explained it, but that was pretty, uh, a, lot of, a lot of an enigma there, but we're, yeah. we're afraid to bother him. So, okay, we're just going to roll for now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the no is one Maybe this is where this, this distinction comes in. To know it is one thing. Okay, I know that he taught me a parable. I know he's talking about, uh, you know, the kingdom of God. But now I have the, the gall to ask that I might
0: understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Especially because in the gospels, at least Matthew, Mark, and Luke, right? And maybe John, correct me on this, but the disciples are often just bumbling idiots. They just are slow to comprehend. It's part of like what the gospelers are using as like kind of their narrative device. But what's interesting is we pray in this college for something that, you know, the famous, right, is, is Peter at the mount of transfiguration he he gets it right before getting completely wrong like you are uh the messiah blah 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 you're the one who we've been waiting for jesus says you know what the messiah is going to die and peter's just like no 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 like and this is when jesus calls him satan so obviously get, here get behind me satan that's right the 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 great white stripes uh album um Ooh. but uh Nice, yeah. Oof, just chalking up those pop culture references. I hope you love Jack my White can do no wrong. I, I'll listen to anything he does. <clears throat> even now, even now.
1: Oh yeah, his performance on SNL last season. Uh, oh man, I mean, it was it was
0: electrifying. <laughs> well, friends, I mean that's free. That's free. But um, yeah, I mean there we have it. We have you know Peter the Rock, the 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 big dog, the you know mouthpiece of the apostles. He at best gets it half right. And the gospels put that to us all the time. But here we are bold enough to pray. Can we know what you're saying? Can we kind of feel you, but can we also understand it? So yeah, I like yeah. The, the way you do that. Like that's its own thing. I think I was just leaning that into what's next. So we're asking that we may know and understand. And that's important in the, of its own right. Um, I think of, uh, I don't know about you, Jay, but I hear a lot of people in our tradition, especially the Episcopal Anglican world, we're 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 kind of down on like knowing theology. We're we're like, oh, that's what the Reformed people do. They know their <laughs> theology, but they don't they don't live it. Um, and we're all about practices. And for mm-hmm. us, the way you live it is to have practices. But this colic seems to say that's not enough either. That's, I mean, you got to hold these two together. Why do we get so quickly? We run one way or the other. We have this kind of binary thinking. And here we're saying, no, it's important that we know and understand the things that we ought to do. And I don't know about you, Jay, but like for me, I mean, I mean, everyone's gonna tell me, Oh, go to the Ten Commandments, go to the scriptures. It tells you how to live. But what about with all the ambiguity of life? What about all the, you know, I don't know if I should turn left or right here? I should I take this job, you know, whatever. But and maybe that's not necessarily what we're asking here, but I'm, I'm extending it to that. Help us to know and understand the things that we ought to do. Uh, that hits me on like on an existential level.
1: Yeah, to know and understand the things that we ought to do. I mean, what is it that we're to do? And going back to John's gospel, I mean, the, the, you know, Jesus says the one thing that's required of you is to have faith in him. And of course, hmm. that's fleshed out later that having faith uh, you know, necessitates that, Uh, you're obedient too. I I don't like that. I don't don't like thinking that you have to be obedient, but it seems like it follows. Uh, As much as that goes against my training, uh, when I pray prayers like this, it makes me a little uncomfortable because I I have emphasized more the faith side of things. You might say the knowledge side of things um, over against the doing. Uh, And maybe I'm just lazy. Uh, But I, I think in our sort of Protestant tradition, you know, we've emphasized faith over works. Um, but works flow from faith, don't they? Um, Works flow from how we have been given to trust in who God
0: says who God is. Yeah, and here, like in this prayer, it's being held together. We may know these things that we ought to do, but knowing it alone is not gonna make us do it. I think of like me when I was in high school and college, I knew I was not supposed to download music on Napster but I did it anyway so that's why I really resonate probably (laughs) why I wanted to go with the second half of this prayer and also that we may have the grace and power faithfully to accomplish that which we you know ought to do Um, Mm -hmm. yeah and I mean in true good reformation fashion right like the the who would we are not we don't have that grace and power so we're praying for it so we're asking help Mm -hmm. us Lord, help us accomplish, help us to do the things that are right. Help us to do the good works. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. And that's another interesting. So we had, we had knowledge and understanding now we have grace and power. Um, just it's an interesting pairing.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I love I like that word power. It's, um, cause I mean, just so often I, I resonate with, you know, the AA stuff so much. I feel so powerless Mm -hmm. to do anything (laughs) that is difficult, uh, to do anything that I don't want to do right now. Um, And so here we're praying for power, for grace. Grace, you know, a gift, uh, but also power, the ability, the, um, um, yeah, the agency to accomplish this. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, just... Otherwise, I don't have it. And I don't know why that is. I know a lot of non-Christians and and people who, you know, have don't have the education I have that seem to have such an easier time doing the good. But uh, yeah, I just, I'm one of those people who really need some power.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to do good, you know, um, good in quotation marks, you know, a good deed as it were. But, you know, This is not so much in this collect here, but you know, Jesus turns the good on its head a little bit. It's not enough just to simply do good deeds, but it all comes from good intentions, and maybe that's where you're resonating with that sense of powerlessness. I mean, you could Hmm. easily, you know, feed the hungry or or give money or serve, what have you. But you know, whether or not you're door open for some old lady, yeah, whatever, any small (laughs) act, yeah, exactly, out of guilt, exactly, (laughs) exactly. Our heart's not right, and that's where we, in fact, are powerless. Um, and Kant was big on this, going back to philosophy. Good Lord, I can't believe we're v- revisiting this. I love but, it. Uh, you know, Kant was a, a son of a Lutheran pastor, I'm pretty sure. And he really, uh, you know, we, by no means was an Orthodox Christian, but uh, he really gravitated towards this part of Jesus' message, that it's not simply the deeds, but it's, it's the heart uh, and the intent of the heart that, that really matters and really shapes one's morality. And I think, that's, I think that's consistent with the New Testament. You know, you think about what Jesus says. It's not what goes into a person that defiles them, but it's what comes out of the heart. Um, so you're right. I think that's where the powerlessness really exists. And yeah, I resonate with the AA stuff too. I mean, I'm, I'm not in AA. Um, I've known plenty of people who've gone through it and it's been a wonderful thing. I've known plenty of other people who couldn't find anything for them in there. Uh, but I, I've always enjoyed uh, someone who's really street smart from a 12-step program.
0: So I think we might need to end this podcast with a rendition of open the eyes of my heart, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, that's funny. I
1: I don't know if we mentioned this the last time we talked, but that that song, Ben and I had different upbringing. I know you were loosely uh, Jewish, but also loosely Christian or fully Christian. You know, Uh, I didn't grow up in a Christian household, really. And uh, I mean, my mom was Christian, but we just weren't churched until I was a teenager. So I don't know these praise songs. You know, I, I came to find these through Paige, my wife, and uh, sometime in college ministry. But anyways, that song, I want to see you. I want to see you, you know, open the eyes of my heart. I just want to see you. Uh, far, far be it from me, Lord, to see you. I mean, Moses had to shield his face as, uh, my old seminary prof Mark Gentilette says, I really prefer a mediator. I don't want to look right on God. I want to look on, uh, something that, uh, w- will be safe. Uh, IE Jesus.
0: Amen. Amen on that. All right, folks. Thank you, Jay, for joining us, for co-hosting. Thanks for
1: having me. Yeah, miss you, Nick. I hope all is well. Um, I have not listened to y'all's podcast, shamefully, I'll admit, even though Ben's one of my best friends and I have uh, the utmost respect for Nick Komitsky, I have not tuned into your show. So I'll have to go remedy that uh, after we sign off. Well,
0: shame on you and tell all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And on that note, let's, let's pray for the good. <laughs> all right, very good. Oh, Lord, mercifully receive the prayers of your people who call upon you. And grant that they may know and understand what things they ought to do and also may have the grace and power faithfully to accomplish them. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. How about that episode of our triune pod now that you've been prepped for praise won't you do us a solid and subscribe and review we promise to keep the outlandish illustrations coming so be sure to join us for another episode of your new favorite podcast